Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Right now, happening in March, late March, uh, is it late March? No, it's like early April. What's wrong with you, Evo? <laughs> 2019, there's a NAB convention, the broadcasters, big, big convention going on. And the news out of there thus far, it's just got started, lots more things. There's a lot of podcasting stuff in this broadcasting convention. And that's causing a lot of people to go, wait, wait, what? Hence the incendiary title of this particular episode that broadcasters killed the podcasting star. Now, clearly I don't mean that literally, but broadcasters have a lot to offer the podcasting space. And I know that many people out there listening to this don't, don't want to hear that. But you, the working podcaster, you need to understand that broadcasters have a place to play here. They certainly do. And more importantly, this newfound interest in the podcasting space by humans all over the world is a really good thing for broadcasters. And so you, the working podcaster, need to know and understand this dynamic of what's happening. Here's what I mean by that. So we have this NAB conference, which is all about broadcasting, with like 64 sessions, some silly number like that. People talking about podcasting. There are, I don't know, close to 100 people that are attending this event that I know of that are speakers at this event. Or podcasters, but they're talking in the broadcasting space. And the parallels between broadcasting and podcasting are pretty obvious, right? If you just think about it for a moment, I mean, we're talking into a microphone to other people who actually listen. I have two clients right now, two clients that are utilizing the services of radio stations to actually record their content, which isn't anything new. It's not anything new at all. I think the big difference, what radio brings to this podcasting medium is structure, is rigor, is a level of professionalism, all things that business-focused podcasts, people who are business-focused who want to get into podcasting, are keenly interested in. They want that structure. They want that rigor. They want that level of professionalism, professional equipment, they want to go someplace and get in the headspace of doing podcasting or broadcasting, as it were. So that's happening. We're seeing radio stations enter into the fray. And it's not just NAB. I mean, look at iHeartRadio. They're claiming to be the largest distributor of podcasts, the biggest podcasting company on the planet. Well, superlatives are hard to measure. Depends on what, what you want to look at. Of course, I assume if all of the iHeartRadio stations, many have podcasts, if you counted all those up, maybe it becomes a big number, but it doesn't really matter. There, there is a wave of interest now happening in podcasting, and for a lot of people out there, for you, you know, the 72% of people who don't listen to podcasts on the regular, 
There's not a big difference between podcasting and radio broadcasting. They don't see a big difference. So you're seeing broadcasters jump into this space. You know, they've got great equipment, really do, broadcast quality equipment that is open a lot. Every time someone listens to, let's just, you know, any syndicated talk radio person coming from their radio station locally, that studio is sitting empty. No one's in there because they're playing something that has been pre-recorded. The radio station is broadcasting something that was pre-recorded, syndicated. That's real estate. That's available that they could do something more with, and they need to do something more with. So that's why they're going out to the business-minded podcasters, the people who have objections, objective business goals, business objectives they are trying to reach. And they're saying, we can help with that, because not only do we have the equipment... We actually have the know-how. We know what it takes to make a successful thing that people want to listen to. Now, there are many people who might listen to this later and say, but wait a minute, I, I want a podcast for very different reasons. I want to sound different than radio. That's fine. What you're noticing, though, or what I'm noticing now, is that radio is changing the way it sounds. Oh, and by the way, it has for the longest time. But now commercial radio stations are starting to examine what it means to really be a podcaster as opposed to a broadcaster. And it's not just radio stations. It's television stations, too. Some TV stations are noticing that their YouTube live channels get more views than Nielsen tells them watch their stations. Yeah, because this new idea. I mean, they are starting to re-examine. They, the broadcasters, are starting to re-examine what their business model means. Do they really need to only worry about the people who are watching on a television, who are listening on a radio dial, or is there a mandate to reach lots of people, whether that's a public media mandate or a business reason mandate? If they can reach additional people, of course they're going to jump into this. And they're going to make more content. <clears throat> because most radio stations only have that single stream. Well, now they have unlimited streams. And again, I want you to think about this from a quality of production and an ability to make great content production. They're going to be unbridled. They've been unbridled, but they've largely ignored it, and that's not true. Many of the radio stations have ignored podcasting since inception, but some have jumped on. You're starting to see more. We're starting to see more jump in and say, we have this studio that's going unused. So while we're broadcasting political talk radio national... Why don't we record our own thing? And it's never going to see the light of uh, airwave. <laughs> never going to see electromagnetic spectrum broadcasting, but we'll put it out as a podcast. Of course they can do that. Of course they are doing that. They're also reaching out to people who have business-focused podcasts and saying, you want to sound great? Come into our studios. You want to work with one of our producers? Great. We've got an editorial team, an editing base. We can do all of that for you starting to eat a little bit into the lunch of people who are producing podcasts. It causes a lot of consternation amongst the podcast pros who are saying, no, no, this is, we needed to be only podcasting, only this way. Well, that's changing. And you, the working podcaster, need to understand this and adapt to it. There's nothing really for you to do other than recognize that this thing called podcasting is going to get bigger with a whole bunch of pros jumping in. Not necessarily doing the same thing they do for the broadcast world. 
but taking all of the rules, well, rules is the wrong way to say it, back to the idea of rigor, professionalism, the way to create an interesting, well-thought-out show that's going to compete with the podcasting space, as well it should. And that makes it nice. That makes it uh, worthwhile, I think. So, Will, broadcasting kill the podcasting star? I just think it's going to change it. It's going to change the way that broadcasting and podcasting both work together. And the, at the end, the listeners, because I'm an audio first kind of guy, the listeners on the end are going to have, I think, a much better experience because of this merging of broadcasting and podcasting. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Find the good reasons. Find the ways that it works. Find the ways that it works. If you happen to be a business and you're thinking, well, maybe I need to go to one of these radio stations, these broadcasters to help me with my message, maybe you do. But first, I would suggest, uh, talk to me. Send me an email, evo at podcastlaunch.pro, and we can talk about your concept, your idea going forward. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to get a list of all the services I offer to my business-focused clients. But I shall be back tomorrow with another podcast pontifications. Cheers! While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.